0: Does talking trash on social media really impact the outcome of a football game? Rivals has arrived. All right, welcome to another episode of Rivals. Scott Mitchell, Jason Buck here. Of course, BYU, Utah play each other. Not, not too distant future, within two months. And uh, players are already uh, upping their game. And they're on social media specifically twitter telling each other what's going to happen in the game major trash talking going on does it really impact like the outcome of the game uh, or can this be something that actually harms your chances of winning
1: i I think it absolutely can harm your chances of winning i think it's like stupid and you got this generation of kids that have built their life around trash talking.
0: mohammed ali
1: Talk trash all the time. Yeah, he was He's a boxer, a, not a football player. What does it
0: have Come to on. do with it, whether it's boxing or it's sports? Dude,
1: you know, every football locker room from 1920 and Newt Rockney to our day we had newspaper clipping wall. And we'd have one coach at least in charge or GAs in Bulletin charge. Bulletin board fodder. Bulletin board fodder. And they would go out and dig up every newspaper clipping and every interview they could and highlight the trash talk you know from the papers which is the same thing as this and it was to get you fired up and dude i went by and re- i okay, read that board hang, hang on, i read that hang board on, and i was hang, frothing hang on just a second to kill people it was so, a great motivator so you
0: aren't motivated enough without that in other words you could potentially be laxadaisical. you could just go into No the game. not me i know so so it shouldn't even matter. so but a like, lot of players are but don't you just go into every duh. no they're not they, a lot of all, players are duh. everyone goes into every game jason Properly, motivated. not ready to play. No, they're ready to play. So, so all of a sudden, it made us play better. It just magically, we were. Dude, Utah. We, okay. we found Utah's not gear. ready to
1: play every week. That's one of our biggest knocks on them the last three, four, five years. I've been watching them. They're. You tell me they've been ready to play every single week, twelve games in the, of the year.
0: Well, I, don't, I don't. They I, don't lay an egg. I, I they they hypothetically was up. making that statement. I believe. Right. I believe. It's for whatever reason, human nature. We get we get laxadaisical right? So you have some we, fodder we out have, there
1: to give them a little extra juice. Maybe
0: it's just a certain time of month that we're just not, you know, we're we're, we're having an emotional cycle. I do quarterbacks have a cycle. I think. I,
1: I, I believe think, that. I, I think not, not, you believe I, quarterbacks have I, a not, cycle. Co- not quarterbacks. <laughs>
0: I believe. I believe men. I believe men actually have a. I do. Don't, didn't you? Didn't, no, they are. They're supposed to, notice, supposed to have got, a hormonal. Wait, uh, Surge recalibration, of some kind. Yeah.
1: recalibration. Yeah, we don't. We are <laughs> not doctors. We do not know <laughs> we're, what we're
0: talking about.
1: We, we're doctors of football. And quarterbacks have a cycle but we all have to worry but about. Didn't, but didn't hey, you, everybody, be nice to Scott today.
0: <laughs> but didn't you find those times? Didn't you find those times when, when you weren't quite as, you know, motivated, or it was just harder to get going for some reason in a game than others.
1: There, there are yeah. You're always battling. You're not that. always at
0: your best.
1: You're always battling that, right? Yeah. To get keyed up and ramped up for the right moment and how to use it. You know, I would sit in the locker room for quiet time before I went into the weight room to get myself keyed up for the weight room, right? Yeah. You know, to, to have that intensity level and get at what I wanted out of it. And and you're right. In the game, it's it you got to work at getting keyed up and and ready. And there's games that are better than others, but I, right, well, I think extra fuel, man. You're always come on the old great coaches would always say don't give the other team fodder and another reason added, to get fired added up motivation added motivation and in, in this trash talking i i'm have zero tolerance for it as the head coach if i'm Kalani, man i'm clamping down on that hard but somebody said he's kind of encouraging it is that right well he's okay so with so it. that's
0: the other side of it for for me in this situation because i know of guys Muhammad Ali is a, a an example. He's of a that. great
1: trash talker. But
0: I know guys that played football that like they they tended to play better if they talk trash.
1: Yeah, it's usually the D- and DBs and receivers. I remember
0: Brian Cox when I played for the Miami Dolphins. Basically, told the entire city of Buffalo, New York, that they were all a bunch of losers, and like he hated to go. I mean, he called out everybody. Kill him, exactly. And you know what? Him. And Brian Cox walked out of. Walked out of the locker room, down the tunnel, onto the field. And you know how they have like a little awning that protects the players as they're walking down the open tunnel? Yeah. So no one throws or spits or dumps something on them. Yeah. The whole team walks under the, the, the tunnel, not Brian Cox. He walks out with his fingers blazing, giving them the number one sign, right down the tunnel. So he talked all this trash all week and he's long. He's backing it up, man. And, and you know, and you know, you know who won the game? The Miami Dolphins killed Buffalo like forty six to six. Crazy. And and it was so. I, I I can see it happening both ways. Actually, I can Crazy. see where you go. You know what? Our players actually need to have a little bit of that extra swagger, in order to really get. They
1: need to. They need to kind of
0: call themselves out in order to get ready to well, play. I, you didn't
1: know, have the swagger without doing that. I mean, I I did it in the way I played. I had my sack dance, and I, I went nuts during the game, and I guess that's kind of did you ever me in get to use space. your sack dance? Quite a few times, <laughs> quite a few photos of it. Evidence. All right. So I'm in Wyoming, and this, this, the crowd's chanting "FUBYU" the whole student section, and probably part of the other section. So it was just rocking the place, right? FUBYU, F- and...
0: meaning like faith. Yeah, faith, like faith
1: fun, fun BYU oh. with no other nah, things. Nah, in it. Nah, just keep just going fun on. BYU. Well, don't try so, spelling anything. No, no, <laughs> <laughs> don't spell anything. <laughs> edit that. So they're doing. Everybody knows. And I put their first quarterback out of the game, uh, first series of the game. And they had – Erickson was their head coach then, so they were a threat for the conference championship. That was an important game. And they're making a drive to kind of try to stay in the game at the end of the game, third quarter-ish. And I sack their quarterback again. And the, uh, the next quarterback, I sack him. And uh, I get up, I get up off the sack and I point at the crowd and I do a bow, right? And they're chanting, nephew, BYU, I do a bow. And dude, that place went nuts. People are trying to climb over the railing. I come over the sideline. They're throwing beer cans at me and trash is hitting me. And people are trying to get at me and they're swearing at me. Guys are yelling out of the stands, I brought investigators and now they're never joining the church. (laughs) I still remember guys doing that from the sideline. Just, I mean, they'd all gone insane, right? Lavelle comes up to me and puts his arm around me and goes, hey, Jace, that was pretty dang funny. It. you got to remember who we represent <laughs> that's what Lavelle said to me in the middle of the game but so I was guilty of doing a little trash Muhammad Ali move but it was in the middle of a game right and it was in their face yeah I don't have and, a problem with that yeah it was a good one it was kind of legendary but uh barely got out of there alive it was kind of that Brian Cox moment where you barely got out of the stadium alive but
0: I like I like trash talking the older I get the more I, the more I do it.
1: <laughs> I, you know, what? I do more of it as I get older. Too. I actually do. I,
0: it's bad. I thought you mm. should be nicer when you get older. I just, I have no tolerance for people anymore. I, I've, I I'm just,
1: shorter, patience. Yeah, isn't that funny? I know. I, I'm not as good at trash talking as you are. We've no, become, admit we've it. become grumpy old men. Yeah. So you and there. I are a force. You're the trash talker, and I'm the enforcer. Yes. Like, together, we're a good pair. We're the, we're the, the wonder twins. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe we can think of a better one, yeah. <laughs> the Wonder Twins. All right,
0: this round of Rivals
1: is over. It's over, and uh, no more trash-talking freaking Kalani and the team. Don't do that because it ah. will come back and bite you in the game. All right, uh, he's right. Jason Buck. That's Scott
0: Mitchell. We are powered by KSL Sports, and you can find us on Facebook at The Rivals Podcast and on Twitter at The Rivals Show. And later on, we'll, uh, we'll see you then.